0: Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. So this was really helpful for me in my parenting, um, but I feel like it's useful for anybody or can be useful for anybody. Uh, Because we all parent ourselves all the time in small ways, big ways, um, ways that we might not even notice. There are parts of ourselves that are still children, maybe because they're immature, but maybe it's just because they came along with us. We're adults now. We're fully functioning but, yeah, we still have parts of ourselves that are like the child inside um, that, you know, are going on in there. Um, and so we have to know these things or parent to them. We have to parent them all the time. And knowing these things that were helpful for, for me in parenting can be helpful in those same ways, even if you're not a parent. Um, so here is what I found so helpful. Um, was actually just a very simplistic division of thinking brain and feeling brain. And um, there's some research going on about all different layers of the brain is always research going on about the brain and understanding more about how we work and using it for our own personal growth and stuff. And, um, you know, lately, I've heard some stuff going on about the three different layers, you know, of the brain This like thinking, feeling, and then doing part of the brain, um, and kind of dividing it into three layers. But I've also just heard the simple divide of the thinking and the feeling, um, and, you know, just kind of leaving it as a (laughs) yin and yang, black and white, whatever way you want to play with this. I mean, certainly, um, all of them are applicable. Um, basically the unification of the brain, um, the unification of all the parts is where the magic happens. And this, you know, you may be like, what as if I'm going to like discuss this with my children? Or how is this a parenting thing? But really, really, and truly it was and is and I'll flesh it out. Um, And yeah, man, talk with your kids about this stuff. Um, There's all these little, um, you know, little things out there that I've seen with people doing emotional intelligence training with kids and talking about them about how the brain works and you know everybody's getting all excited like you know this is really juicy and you know cutting-edge stuff to like teach children um and sure great i'm glad that kick is happening but like of course your kids can understand this you know and you don't even have to talk about it like the brain although you can you can talk about it like parts of yourself you know um But yeah, they can get a science lesson out of it too uh, Ish, you know, you can talk about The cerebral cortex versus the Brainstem and all this kind of stuff Like, go for it Um, And yes, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't It's not too technical It's so relevant and so practical And it is as easy as just having uh, You know, a chat with them um, A disciplinary chat Or just a life lessons chat About like, hey, this is what needs to happen Here's what I'm seeing This is what we gotta do Look this is what I think is going to help. Um, and it all comes out in that form. Uh, but anyway, so my daughter, um, yeah, so she has this tendency to kind of only go with the feeling side of herself or feeling brain, you know, and actually Mark Manson did a book recently. It's his latest book. Um, that he goes over this in great detail, and was sort of an inspiration for some of this like thought stuff bubbling up for me um, about this thinking and feeling brain. And he was talking about which one drives. You know, um, the the thinking brain is generally thought to be the driver. You know, most people think that like your thinking brain or your thoughts is that's the rational side, the practical side that's going to be in charge and keep the feeling side under control. But that the reality of the research is that it's a little bit more in the other direction where the feeling brain is really the driver. I mean, you're not going to do anything for real um, unless that feeling brain is on board and wants to really do it and is in agreement and is feeling all the good feels, um, you know, because, and your brain is, your, your thinking brain is just there to kind of explain <laughs> or write the story or write the map or, you know, kind of explain what has happened um, after the fact um, or, you know, explain the feeling brain's behavior kind of explain it away, make sense of it, Um, whatever, like I said, write the story, Um, and that's a really simplified, you know, explanation of it, but it does get us going where we want to go in terms of like, okay, well, uh, my daughter's really heavily based in the feeling brain, she definitely lets it drive, if it doesn't feel good, she doesn't even want to do it, you know, so I'll definitely get, and you know, this is typical, I'm sure, for her age in a lot of different ways, but you know, it's like, Ugh, that doesn't sound fun, like if it doesn't sound fun, it's pretty much not gonna happen for her, um you know because she's just going to resist it, and um and it sounds just like, oh, that's not fun um like drudgery, you know, like just torture and awful. And, you know, I kind of get tired as a parent of the extremism. And of course, my parenting style might have been to do the erroneous thing that was mentioned in the Mark Manson book and like, you know, kind of tell her just to override, like discipline yourself, like too bad, you gotta do work sometimes too bad. um, You know, like Reign in the the feeling good you don't get to feel good all the time not everything is going to be Sounding fun sometimes you have to do the stuff that's not fun just buck up and be disciplined and like You know have that thinking brain drive the vehicle and like pull the feelings along for the ride or whatever Um, and that's not how things really go And so that's not really going to lead us anywhere. Um, you know, so that was one part that was interesting. Um, And kind of realizing like, okay, so on the one level as a parent, I can't just kind of be like, hey, I'm just going to shove the practical down your face and like sit and explain the practical and give this like solid, airtight, you know, courtroom argument for why the practical is so important. And, you know, because even if she thinks it and agrees with it and the philosophy is sound, you know, it's not going to become reality or actually be action, um, unless the feeling side is on board and driving it there, because that's who's driving, kind of, um, or unless she's feeling it, you know, she's got to feel it, and so how's she going to feel it? Okay, well, you know, I'm kind of using that as like, okay, well, then I've got to get her feelings engaged, like, have her um, go through it, and that's the hard part, right, is apparently how do I, how do I get her to experience This, if she's resistant, um, well, experience doing your best enough times to like really feel it and feel how good it feels so that she is feeling it and now on board and it becomes real and she can really, um, do her best from that point forward. Or in the case of it doesn't sound fun, you know, it doesn't sound fun. Okay, well, instead, um, of just telling her to figure out, you know, to make herself do it and giving her this big, solid, airtight argument for why the practical is so important. Why don't I say, like, yeah, your responsibility is to make it fun? You know, like, make it fun. There is fun to be had in it. Find it. The puzzle of figuring out how to make it fun is already part of the fun um, so that she can feel it. And, you know, that I'm just kind of hitting it at a different angle. Like, you know, you've got to then make it fun. Um, and that's your responsibility. And that's what I'll push you towards as your parent or guide you towards um, something like that. Or maybe just, you know, um, I don't know, like, almost like in a diet or something where you have to really realize by tasting it, giving her a taste of it. And I'm using that metaphorically or literally, I guess, if you're trying to get them to eat better food or something, but like really proving to them that it can taste good so that they are now on board and feeling the feels and are willing to drive that way with you and eat those kind of foods. But, you know, metaphorically, I was saying giving them a real taste of whatever it is that um, you want them to realize like, Hey, um, you know, like I said, um, the doing hard work is very satisfying or, um, getting all the practical things done, like makes you feel pride and like proud of yourself and empowered. And, um, you know, there's deep satisfaction in, um, working towards a goal or doing your very best or whatever. And, somehow get them tasting that, you know, put them through stuff. I have Bring Connection Back games uh, for that very reason. um, You know, check out the games that we have on Bring Connection Back because they definitely are ways if you're sitting there in your mind, like how, Uh, you know, ways to get people experiencing and experimenting and like things that i thought of to get them trying stuff to kind of put them in the I've tasting it place like okay I'm tasting it I'm, I'm, I'm getting a taste for what this experience is like and so yeah I'm kind of tasting that doing my very best does kind of feel satisfying um, you know but they're games so um, we're trying to make it so that it's um, approachable and you would want to try it so anyway s- side note plug that I totally wasn't expecting to even get into but you know there it is um, but yeah you know getting her to um, experience and taste how it can be so good you know like <laughs> letting that good stuff um, the good feel goods that she's wanting um, you know be shown or proven or experienced you know somehow so that they become evident like she really believes and feels that like yeah yeah Mm, this food is good um there is something tasty in this uh you know there is something um that I'd be willing to drive towards in this um and then the other part that helped me more when I was talking to her, because like so far I've just mentioned things that were helpful to me as a parent in the parenting, like how am I guiding her, what is my you know sort of way that i'm uh you know advising her or whatever uh, this was more like how I talk with her because this comes into play a lot when I hear a statement like. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun, um, you know, it doesn't sound fun, you know, then we talk about it. Like, hey, you know, you. There, that's an important part. You've got this feeling part of your brain and you've got this thinking part of your brain and you also have this doing part of your brain, um, you know, so two parts, three parts, however you want to term it. Um, and the thing is, They have to operate together. They have to communicate. That was also another part of what Mark Manson. Emphasized in his book when talking about this very same thing getting them to communicate and getting them to communicate well now that's when extra magic happens that's when mastery is there that's when you know things just start to operate smoothly I mean of course you got to get the feeling part on board to really make things happen because it's actually the driver but um more than that um Having them all work together, not just like convincing the driver, but having them all work together because they're all in the car and they're all playing an important role. Um, you know, the thinking brain is the the ma- the person that's telling the story, the map, the person that's writing all the details down. So you know, they all have a role to play. Getting them unified, we're using all this like metaphorical speak, but you know, they got to be working together, like two teammates or three teammates, however you want to be putting this, but um. You know, it can't just be, you can't go with one or the other. And this was how it was helpful for me to talk with her about like, instead of using the words like, don't be lazy or, you know, you got to do work sometimes and kind of, you know, making it sound like... She just shifting from one to the other, like, um, you know, too bad it's not fun. Fun isn't happening all the time. Shift to the work brain, shift to the thinking brain and just like be there, you know, do the work Um, because that is kind of how she was thinking of it. Like, oh, yuck! I have to come out of this enjoyable place here and like go into this other place, you know, one for one. And it's really more like, look, these got to get along everything that you're doing, everything, every day, all the time has to be with all the players working together. Don't go into one or the other because it's going to be too extreme and it's not going to create what you want. And it's it's also not going to have anything productive happening. You know, no magic is going to be happening. Um, deep boredom sets in, actually. I mean, even though she dominates um, or like is dominant in this like, Feeling brain and like absolutely does her best every day to just do what's fun And there's something beautiful in that I think even some of us idealize that like as adults like oh man Wouldn't that be great if we could live that life? I hear you. I mean, it does kind of sound like that at first glance, but what I witness in her is also a deep level of boredom because she doesn't have any, a lot of productivity um, happening. um, Whatever, I don't want to make these like grand sweeping statements because you guys don't even know how our daily life is. I don't, you know, eh, there's some productivity, but what I'm saying is at this like fundamental core level, I'm seeing this divide have to do with. A deep boredom that ha- that happens with her because she's just going with what feels good, and she's not letting those sides of her brain get unified. Um, and you know, honestly, I think that even though, you know, this is my part of the theory that I'm asserting here, even though um, the feeling part of the brain, you would think it would be responsible for all of, of the feelings, and all of the feelings would be housed in it. I actually think there are these larger feelings, grander feelings um, like inspiration and aliveness That can't be gotten in the feeling part of the brain. Actually, they come from unification of the brain, uh, you know, where the thinking part is communicating well and letting the feeling part know, like, here is what I know. Here are the facts. Here are the practical things. Here are the beliefs. Here is the philosophy. And, you know, then the feeling part is like listening to that. And, you know, and the, the thinking part of the brain is also listening to the feeling part Of the brain, Um, and like, okay, those are the feelings. Here's what they are. Let me name them. Let me be the note taker and the map maker. And like, all right, that's this feeling, and that's that feeling, and maybe it came from here, and maybe it came from there, and maybe we should, you know, so like them working together as a team, and mutual respect, and letting both be part of the equation. Like, yeah, you know, find a way to make that activity that's really practical fun. Unify those things. Make it so that the feeling. part and the thinking part are both teammates here and both are present and both are getting their needs met you know very much like this parenting style that we use where it's like everybody's gonna get their needs met and we're gonna let each other know and negotiate it at the table like same deal absolutely the same deal um you know these parts of your brain are both gonna have a say at the table they're both gonna get what they need um Feeling part has got to find a way to have the feel goods and the brain part. I mean, the thinking part, um, the thinking part of the brain is going to be invested in making sure that that happens. The thinking part isn't going to just be like, you know, um, Some sort of domineering, like, we have to do the work, the work needs to happen, let's do the work. The thinking part is going to be just as invested in making sure that the feeling part gets the feel goods somehow. Let's find a way to make it fun, let's find a way to make it interesting, let's find a way, you know, and spend its time and, you know, all of that, like, so that everybody's getting what they need and the feeling brain isn't just going to take over and only insist on doing what feels good and reject and resist anything that is practical or has anything to do with you know the the thinking brain stuff like they can't not get along like that they can't disrespect each other like that they both have to be invested the thinking I mean the feeling brain has to be willing to like okay all right let's you know I'm gonna hear you out like what you got to say thinking brain um You know, I trust that this will be for mutual benefit. There will be these amazing unification feelings called inspiration and aliveness. And I will not have deep boredom, lack of deep boredom, uh, you know, deep aliveness instead, deep interest. um, You know, so this is the stuff that when I get into a little saga like this and start explaining this to her and saying, like, you know, productivity and um, not just productivity in that practical sense, but productivity in that I'm really alive. I'm really living. I feel real. Um, I, you know, feel inspiration. I feel no boredom. I feel interested in this life and fully engaged in this life. That doesn't happen unless all the parts of the brain are working together. And so, just kind of pointing out to her, If you feel on one side or the other, if you feel resistant to that negotiation, um, you know, you're robbing yourself of these things, these kind of bigger things, um, bigger feels, the bigger feel goods, the magic um, of really feeling deeply interested and engaged in your life um, and productive and like things are really moving and happening and I'm really me and I'm really living um, because you know they only happen when they're uh, both at the table and so I don't know that was just a helpful way it was a helpful way for me to say without some sort of sounding I don't know like name-calling like lazy and those kind of words um, you can't resist work because you can't resist the other side of the brain, you can't disrespect the thinking side of the brain like that. You can't um, stick on one side only. You can't go dominant on one side only. It's a team, and all of these parts are here in life, in your brain, in everybody's brain. In you know, and like they just all have to have a way to get along, and that's when you'll find. So much more ease in just being alive and so much more mastery. It'll um, open up a whole new world and windows and whatever. And this is like maturity, this is what we want to get towards. Um, mastery, maturity, those words are so interchangeable to me, and they are an ongoing process. You don't get there when you like turn a certain age. Um, You know, of course, that's why I said this is relevant to everybody in a way, um, because we're all kind of moving towards that. But it was very particularly helpful for me in parenting situation, um, when I'm, you know, kind of talking with my daughter about this, like, resistance to do anything that doesn't sound fun. (laughs) Like, Come on, what can we do for this age old problem? You know, um, that doesn't just seem lame or cruel or like name calling or just like ineffective. I mean, believe me, I have tried the like suck it up and do it anyway approach, and it's pretty ineffective. So there you have it. Maybe this one, um, I definitely feel like this one makes way more sense to me. And maybe it'll feel like that to you. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.